Welcome to the Connecting Creatives podcast, conversations with women entrepreneurs. Our desire is to bring women together by having genuine and truthful conversations about our professional and personal life. This podcast is hosted by two mid-20-year-old business owners, hoping these conversations help inspire, encourage, and comfort other boss babes out there. Welcome back to the Connecting Creatives podcast. Hey, it's Sarah. I'm going to interview my co-host, Abby, today so we can get to know her a little bit. Um, So, Abby, why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Hey, guys. um, If you tuned in to our last episode, thank you. We're just going to do some more elaborating today. Um, So, if you missed the first episode, kind of touched base on this, but my name is Abby and I own my own photography business. I'm currently located in Birmingham, Alabama, and I travel all over for work. Um, I'm originally from Troy, Alabama. Sarah and I are also roommates. Don't know if we mentioned that, but we moved here about two years ago. So tell us, what did you do before you started your business? That is a great question. So I am currently 24 years old, And before I started my business, I was a college student. (laughs) Um, I was in school in Troy at Troy University, and um, I ended up dropping out to do photography full time. How did your parents react when you said, hey, I'm going to drop out of college? Did they freak out? (laughs) Um, You could definitely see the little like OMG panic in their their eyes. But um, my parents, they have always been super supportive and to know them is to love them and uh, me getting emails, <laughs> but um, I think they kind of saw it too, you know, and I feel like being from a small town where I grew up in the South, it's kind of like there are cookie cutter ways to do things. And um, so t- like to wrap this all up, I think they were definitely hesitant, but they could see it too. And they were like, you know what? And they saw also saw how passionate I was about dropping out. They know I didn't love school. Were you scared? Or were you like fully confident? I've got this. I'm going to figure it out. You know, people ask me this all the time. So I am a Christian. And if you're listening to this podcast and you aren't, you are also welcome here. Everyone's welcome here. But I am... Um, very, you know, have a lot of faith. And I had this gut feeling, aka the Lord, just kind of tapping on my shoulder saying, you can do this, you got it. And of course, I was scared, but I've always wanted to do um, what's different, you know, not the norm. And so I took a leap of faith. And here we are. That's so great. Do you would you say you have any goals for this year? Or like goals for your business in general? Like where is Abby Lee Photography headed? To the moon. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wish she was headed to Greece. So if y'all were open, hit me up. No, um, on a serious note, um, this year I feel really kind of in tune and connected with my work and my process. That makes sense. So I feel like this year is just going to be... I don't know. I just feel content. I feel happy. I'm happy about the people I'm serving and the opportunities I have been given. I'm excited to shoot a lot of film this year. Yeah. So you like where you're at. 
And you're just enjoying yes. that. I really feel being grateful for that. Yes, I feel good. I know I don't have it all figured out, but we truly have come a long way and mm-hmm. I feel like it's starting to shift. That's amazing. I would agree, of course. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I would say I've seen your work grow and you grow as a person too. It's been really great. Thank you. Of course. So what is something you wish you would have known before starting your business? Ooh, girl. Um, let's see. I definitely think having um, boundaries, <laughs> like with business, like for example, just communication time, if that makes sense, like knowing, communicating to my clients and to um, potential clients that I'm not accessible all the time. So not responding to text messages at 11 p.m. when someone texts you on a Saturday night, you know. And um, I mean, what if you're out with your friends and or at dinner or I guess you're not there at 11 p.m. But, you know, like and they're just sending you this text. That's so. So actually, it's funny that you bring that up because I was. I don't know if I, I think I had dropped out. I remember this one moment vividly. I had dropped out and I was at our local bar just hanging out with my friends, socializing. And I literally looked down and I have a text message from a client. Did I respond? No, but it's just like, you know, I'm what, 20 years old? And yes, I'm a business owner, but okay, let's get real. We also have personal lives too. So I was like, oh my gosh, like it's Saturday night, 11 p.m. You should have sent a drunk text back. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been like, TTP, talk about it here. (laughs) You know, you know. (laughs) What's your favorite thing about being a businesswoman? I think one of my favorite things is I'm surrounded by like like-minded women. In the wedding industry, I get to work with a lot of different um, vendors who are also business women, um, aka like entrepreneurs. So being around people who want to create pretty things, want to push themselves, have goals, you know, um, definitely love that. I feel like that's fun. Yeah. It's insert Shania Twain song. Man, <laughs> I feel like a woman. How do you feel like finding community has been since you've moved to Birmingham? Oh, it definitely has not been easy. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned with that is being like patient, but also like moving here with you as a friend and you also being a wedding vendor has helped. It hasn't been easy, but having you has helped because you've definitely brought me in and you've Mm -hmm. introduced me to a lot of people. And, but at the same time, um, I've met a lot of great people, um, other photographers, talented photographers in the area. Yeah. What inspires you? Oh, um, art. I love, if you know me, I love music. I love going to concerts. I love fashion. I love flipping through fashion magazines, like free people and anthropology. If you walk in my bedroom, you know, (laughs) um, She's definitely an Enneagram 4. Yes, I am. Oh, and people. Um, Obviously, I photograph humans all the time, so I'm drawn to people um, and their feelings and their interactions and um, definitely love being a fly on the wall, love people watching. What's something you wish was talked about more as a business owner? So for as a photographer, specifically owning a photography business, I wish that the pressure we feel to like 
produce and turn around like our images instantly. Like I feel like there's a huge pressure when it comes to um, hiring a professional photographer to capture your life. It's like, okay. And this hasn't really happened to me in a long time because I have implemented those boundaries that we talked about earlier, um, you know, and have communicated the way that I work. But for example, I photograph a 20 year old, girl graduating from college the next day she texts me and she's like hey can I have a few pictures to post and it's just like I think the root of it all comes down to like social media and wanting to instantly post and share and say hey look at me look at me look at me which is great but at the end of the day that it's just deeper than that for me so yeah there's definitely something that's super instantaneous about our society as a wedding planner, I get brides who text me that night of their wedding or the next day, and they're like, hey, has my photographer said anything about a sneak peek? Um, which I get, you know, you just got married and you're excited and you want to tell the world, but pictures take time, editing takes time. Also, the photographer has just worked probably a minimum of eight hours standing up, like, go, go, go barely ate anything they need to rest they need to eat they need to hydrate they need to sleep before they edit your photos and people don't always realize that quote of the podcast human first photographer second yes all right do you have (laughs) do you have any fun wedding stories like your worst wedding story out there Oh gosh. Thankfully, I have had a lot of amazing experiences, but let's be real. They, there are always hiccups in every, you know, work field. Okay. So let's see if I can tell this story correctly and remember everything. This was probably two years ago. Um, It's wedding day. So I've been working, you know, for four or five hours um, on site at a venue at this point. And we're transitioning to the ceremony time. So, um, you know, everybody's tucked away, guests are arriving, and we have been just been shooting, you know, back to back. And I am taking pictures of, you know, the cross at the altar, the flowers, and all that good stuff. And I see this um, woman walking up to me. You could tell that she was just kind of like a like I'm an in-charge girly. She had a look on her face like, you know, I'm here to work. She comes up to me and she says, hey, are you the photographer? And I'm like, no, I'm the chef. Like, <laughs> like She's me, got a camera in your yeah, hand. like me. I have like, if you've ever seen like a camera, like a photographer's get up. I have like my camera straps on with like multiple cameras hanging on my side and all that stuff. And I'm like, of course, I respond. And I'm like, yes, ma'am, I am. How can I help you? And she's like, well, I don't think she introduced herself. She just, like I said, I don't know if I'm telling this correctly, but. I couldn't tell by what she was saying if she was the officiant at the wedding or come to realize I found out she was the officiant's wife. So she's basically like the messenger. And she's like, does your camera like have a shutter? Like, does it make a noise? Um, And I was like, yes. And she's like, well, we're going to need you to mute that. And (laughs) at this point, I kind of like, I figured out what she was trying to say and like, my heart starts racing and my hands are shaking a little bit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, just, she's trying to tell me what to do. She's trying to tell me what to do. And um, I, so I pick up my camera and I like shoot it. I hold the shutter down and, you know, it goes. And I'm like, are you talking about this sound? And she's like, 
yes, we can't have that. Um, we can't have that disrupting the the prayer time or the ceremony time. And I'm like, ma'am, there is nothing I can do about that. I'm here to do a job, and this shutter going off helps me do my job. I cannot turn that off. That's like asking a hairdresser to mute her hair dryer. Also, this wasn't in like a church where there's rules. It's at a venue that has no rules about right, what right. can be done. I left that out. So, of course, sometimes when I'm um, shooting at churches, like there's certain rules, like you can't walk past a certain pew, you can't walk up to the altar, and I totally get that and respect that. But I was also caught off guard because I had not heard this from the wedding planner, the bride, the bride's families, like... This was my first time hearing about it 30 minutes before, you know, everybody's about to walk down the aisle and say, I do. So I was like, what the heck? Like, I don't know. And of course, did I bring this up to the bride? Heck no. You never bring stuff like that that up to the bride that's so little. She does not have the time to worry about that. But we ended up working it out, like I said. And there was a videographer there with me at the time, too. And, um... You know, of course, during a ceremony, I'm going to be respectful. It's not like I'm going to do cartwheels down the aisle. Like, I feel like when you're a guest at a wedding and you hear a camera shutter, you're just like, that's the photographer standing in the aisle, you know. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, that lady. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about me, let's talk about you, Sarah. Um, so tell us about your business and where you're located. Yeah, so my business is called Kindred Weddings. Kindred means having similar values, um, and I'm located here in Birmingham, Alabama. I do travel. Um, I was asked a few years ago if I would like to be a destination planner or if I want to focus on one spot. I definitely would say I've been focusing on Birmingham, but I do have a wedding coming up in Charleston, and I'm open to traveling. If it's the right fit, I don't want to do 20 destination weddings a year for sure. But. Right. What is Pitbull saying? Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is not me. <laughs> do you have like a dream place you would like to plan a wedding? Like somewhere in the South or a dream venue you want to work at? Mm, I would say somewhere like South Florida could be fun. Very tropical. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love like that. Miami, that would be yeah. Fun. That's so, that's awesome. Um, okay, so what did you do before you started your business? Like your college life, your prior occupation, was yeah. it a side hustle turned into main hustle? Tell us that. Um, I did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was a working little bee. Uh, I was in college and I was going to be a high school science teacher. So I was doing a double major. Uh, it I forget was that about you. Miserable. <laughs> It was terrible. I would like go and sit in these classrooms. I really respect teachers. Um, but not only that, then I was learning all the hard science stuff that went way over my head. But I was in some upper level chemistry class in college and I was scrolling on Facebook, not paying attention, of course. And there was this girl who was a wedding planner. And I thought, oh my gosh, that sounds like a dream job. So I messaged her. I was like, can you tell me about it? And she ended up letting me work for her. And from there... I worked some weddings with her and decided, wow, I really love this. I'm going to change my degree and do wedding planning. So I changed my career path in college. My dad looked at me and said, that's a hobby. You'll never make money on that. Um, side note, I make more than him now. <laughs> Heck yeah, you do. Yes. Boss babe. Love that. Um, but then that girl that I was working for, she closed her business and became a photographer. 
So I opened my business in like January 2020 um, and ended up doing 14 weddings that first year in business while in college. Um, So I graduated with a hospitality degree, worked a job part-time and did weddings part-time in Troy, Alabama. And then I took the leap and moved to Birmingham and went full-time, got an office space, and have been doing the dang thing. So you mentioned that you had 14 weddings one year. Yes. What is the most weddings that you've taken on in like a whole year, if that makes sense? It's either 36 or 42. My goodness, I would be, that is awesome. But also that wasn't full planning. Like some of those were day of management, whatever I used to sell for really cheap. (laughs) Yeah, so can you go further into that? Like what, if I want to book you, what's the difference between full wedding coverage, like um, day of? What does that mean? So I have two packages. I have a day of. Well, it's not day of. I don't believe in day of. Ooh, why? Or like what's your reasoning if someone's like, yeah, what's your reasoning? Yeah, so – Wedding planning cannot be day of. If I walked in on your wedding and I hadn't spent at least 20 to 40 hours overthinking your wedding beforehand, it would be a mess. Um, I would have no idea what's going on. Even if you sent me all the stuff prior to it, um, it just doesn't, it's not, no one shows up on the day of and executes well. Right. That's Um, not the best way you can serve your client. Exactly. So what I learned when I offered something similar to that, where I would, you know, kind of get some details ahead of time and walk in and just execute what they planned. I was just putting out fires because it wasn't planned very well mm-hmm. because that's your first, someone's first time planning their wedding. You know, they haven't done it before, so they don't know what, how to even plan a wedding. Then I walk in and I just put out fires. So I was really, instead of like day of wedding planning, it should be called, Fire management. Like, <laughs> uh, call me a firefighter. Yes. So now I offer wedding management and then full service planning. So wedding management is where the client has control of booking their vendors and control over their design, full control, um, and they are fully in charge of it. However, I'm at a distance helping guide them through that process. And then I come in about six months out and take over those details, make sure they're fully put together well. If not, I go ahead and tie up all the loose ends, make sure everyone's communicated too well, and then I execute the wedding day. And then my full service planning, it starts with booking the priority vendors we do the design process and then the cake tasting and the catering tasting every detail is in the palm of my hand yeah exactly timelines all of that Um, with full service every detail is in the palm of my hand and while the client makes every decision and the client spends their own money I'm here to guide them um, keep them in budget yes take the stress off of them uh Because they work full-time jobs, and it is a full-time job to plan a wedding. Right. Okay, so what is something that you wish you would have known before starting a wedding planning business? (laughs) (laughs) What a joke. Too many to I mean, literally, I wish I knew more about how to be a wedding planner. While I went to school for this, I did not learn what tablecloths has to put on a table. And while I worked for another wedding planner, she may have knew all of that, but working for her... I didn't learn those things. I learned more about the fire management that we discussed. Um, I would say I learned somewhat of timeline building from her, but 
fully designing a wedding, learning how to work at different venues, more about budgets, what things actually cost. All of that was a lot of on-the-job training. Eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would say that all the knowledge I have now, I've gained it from many different places. I did online courses. I've been in masterminds. But I really focused on making sure I was educated because giving people false information is honestly not the route to go. Right. And to kind of like tap into that as well, for me, I wish I would have like shadowed people more. I yes. feel like I got super excited and was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. And which is a great way to learn. But I feel like I just would have shadowed under a photographer that's been doing it for, you know, 10 years, just so I could learn the ropes of it all instead of being thrown to like the pack of wolves and low key panicking, you know, the first few years. So if you are getting started, that's um, my advice I would give you is to reach out to someone, see if you could um, connect with them and shadow and feel like that would be helpful. I agree completely. I wish I shadowed under more than one person um, because there's so many different styles. She was more of a wedding coordinator where now I'm a full service wedding planner. It's a very different offering. Um, And like, I didn't see the day to day lifestyle, you know, I was mainly like a wedding day assistant. You saw the wedding planner by Jennifer. Lopez, didn't you? <laughs> Girl, that's my favorite movie. I, I know it is. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. I need to watch that. Oh, we're watching it tonight. It's literally so good. Um, it's just like a happy, funny. Yeah, like so Father good. of the Bride type. Yes, deal. love that too. Okay, so what inspires you, Sarah? I would say traveling, uh, like seeing places with different cultures is really important. Um, She's about to hop on a plane to Hawaii in a few hours, by the way. So yeah, I mean, like <laughs> 48 exciting. hours, I'll be in Hawaii. Um, yeah, traveling, definitely seeing different cultures. There's a lot of different things about design that you can learn from different cultures, like the architecture, the fabrics, the colors, the cuisine in different places. It's all so inspiring to me. Um, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then also my mentors. I just saw this photo of these wedding planners who have been doing this for over 10 years, and they all got together and hung out, and they're each of them are so amazing, and I have, you know, I just can't wait to be like them one day, to have 10 years under my belt, and to be able to say, you know, I've been doing it for that long, and they inspire me. I just, like, look up to them, and I look at their designs, and I just hope to be like them one day. Yeah. I love that. Halfway there, right? Okay, so what do you wish was talked about more about being a wedding planner? So being a wedding planner is a very demanding job. It's actually in the top five most stressful jobs. Oh, really? Uh, Was that in like an article or something? Yeah, like Google, something like that. (laughs) TikTok. (laughs) Don't ask me for my sources. But it is a lot because clients are planning their wedding after they're nine to five. And so after 5 p.m. is when people are thinking about their wedding. So kind of like what you're talking about, boundaries, it is definitely hard because I have clients who are, you know, at 9 p.m., they have this late night thought of, oh, my gosh, what about this for my wedding? So I definitely would say managing the stress of it all. There's 5,000 little details. And if I'm planning 20, 30 weddings at one time, that's a whole lot of details. If I miss one thing, it's super noticeable. Right. From, I mean, what? napkins to 
what do you call those things? Chargers? Chargers, <laughs> yes, on the table. To, um, yeah. To making sure that, like, the bartender, the bartending company knows exactly who the bride's dad is and knows exactly his drink. So when he walks up to the bar, he's greeted by name and they know his order. And offered a cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure he has a great experience. Okay. Speaking of, um, like, family, father of the bride, do you have any, like, crazy story regarding a wedding that you've worked? Yes. So or, my like, first plan? wedding story is I did a wedding. It was very early on my first year. The girl had hired a caterer from three hours away, and they were late to the wedding. Like, ceremony happened. Guests are sitting down for dinner, and dinner is not on the property. Um, wow. Yeah, that was stressful. But she had this chocolate fountain that the she was providing, and the caterer was setting it up. Well, this fountain, she had these, like, big blocks of chocolate. Well, I went sent my assistant to the Dollar General because we were out in the country, and she got a spatula and came back, and we chopped up this block of chocolate. <laughs> was it Hershey's? No. It was probably great value. <laughs> and we cut this chocolate up, put it in a coffee pot. <laughs> Innovative. Provided by the venue. <laughs> and poured the chocolate into the fountain. That was the most disgusting thing. She had a queso fountain, but it was like nacho cheese and Ivy Devon. If I literally, I'm, I'm literally, yeah, I'm literally, um, uh, speechless. I was about to say mouthless, but <laughs> that's not the word. I feel like something that people don't realize about wedding planners is like you mentioned how many fires they put out without anyone knowing, without the bride knowing, without the families knowing, even the photographer, like what is something that you've had to think quick on your feet about and fix on a wedding day in action? Yeah, that's a great question. So one time I was at a ceremony and the reception was going on at a different venue. The ceremony's at a church. And so my assistant is on site at the reception and she's texting me um, and the cake was running late. And so I'm like, the cake got there. And she's like, the cake is here, but it's not together. Like cake has fell, but it's being fixed. She's like, don't worry, cake. the cake's being fixed. I'm like, what do you mean? So I like leave the church during the ceremony. It's right down the road. So I go over to the reception and this cake is like in peace, like scuffed up. Um, Wait, it fell. Was I the photographer? Yes, yes, yes. You were there that day. Yes, I remember. Yeah, y'all worked some magic. You showed me a before and after picture and y'all, it literally looked like you said it had fallen right yeah I don't know it looked like someone obviously had fallen ran (laughs) ran over it like put their hand all in it and then it was fixed right but okay so this cake was in the center of the room it had a flower display all built around it this cake was the focal point of this wedding right cake was important a beautiful cake was you know a detail that the bride loved so the baker ended up taking a layer of the cake off because it was gone. And so it went from, you know, being a four tier, I think, to a three tier cake. And she put more icing on it and whipped that cake up. And right before the bride walked in the room, the cake went out. The bride never knew. I do think I told her by. I was like, about to say, did the, did you ever tell the bride? <laughs> I, I'm sure I did because I was having become friends with the bride. 
Right. And I knew she wouldn't care once it was all over. And so I was like, you'll never believe. Sometimes I like to tell the brats the funny stories, but after the wedding. Right. For sure. After it's all said and done and, you know, it been there, done that. Right. We'll have to share those photos on our Instagram. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll have to pull those out of your, um, the archive. Okay. So now that we've been, we've talked a little professional talk, you want to, you want to get personal? Absolutely. Um, we'll start with you. So what is your go-to coffee or cocktail? Ooh, I love a spicy margarita with a tahini rim. (laughs) What's your dream place to travel? Greece. Have y'all ever seen the movie Mamma Mia? Obsessed. If I'm not dancing through the streets of Greece singing Dancing Queen in a few years, I, I will be upset. It's on my bucket list. Where is your favorite place to shop for clothes? Ooh, a great question. I would have to say Anthropology. Um, mm, I love Anthropology. Yes, and their candles. Um, but I get a lot of my wedding day work outfits from Anthropology. Um, I know it can be a pretty penny at times, but I mean, honestly, you just can't beat the quality and they last a long time. That's so true. What is your favorite app to mindlessly scroll on? Find my friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love keeping up. I don't know about y'all, but I check find my friends like it's Instagram, but um, probably TikTok. I, that's TikTok can be a rabbit hole. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, do you have a pet peeve within working in the wedding industry? Yes. So a pet peeve um, as a photographer is when people put filters over my work. So if you don't know what a filter is, it's like a preset slash edit. Um, And thankfully, I don't deal a lot with this anymore because boundaries and communication and contracts. But when I used to take college grads pictures, which I still do, and they would throw their own little edit on over them and it would mess up the colors and they'd look like a the grass was yellow one time I remember (laughs) gosh yeah that's that's my pet peeve please don't do that guys (laughs) and who are two business owners that you'd like to shout out oh gosh there are so many but to narrow it down to two the first one would be Jennifer Sin she owns Jen & Co in um, Troy Alabama she hired me when I was 18 years old, still in high school to do some product photography for her. And she has just always been so supportive. Y'all go check her out. And the second um, would be Heather Miller. She is the owner of um, Heather Miller Fine Art. She supported me early on as well. She's so talented and really just, I don't know, I kind of consider her um, as like an older sister type vibe. You know, she just um, took me under her wing and I got to create some really pretty pictures with her. So, yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Abby. Where can people find you online? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I am kind of all over the interweb, but my Instagram is at Abby Lee Photog. Um, So, like, photography, but just short. And then my website is abbyleephotography.com. My, I think my Facebook's Abby Lee Photography. But yeah, y'all follow me. And if you message me, um, I'll respond to you in two to three business days. But please do. Please reach out with any questions. Always happy to chat and get to know new people. Okay, let's get personal with you, Sarah. What is your go-to coffee or cocktail? My go-to coffee is an iced lavender latte. Of course. <laughs> um, okay, what's your dream place to travel? 
Hawaii because I'll be there in 48 hours. <laughs> hey, that's that's awesome. Um, okay, where is your favorite place to shop for clothes? Zara. Love. They they're the way they market their clothes is interesting online, but mm-hmm. love it. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite app to mindlessly scroll on? Definitely TikTok. Yeah, it's it'll get you every time. What's a pet peeve of yours being a wedding planner? When couples come to me and they want 500 guests with a very low budget. Um, and I don't say that to offend anyone. Yeah, how but, would you, like, educate someone yeah, that, if that makes sense? I definitely educate them. Uh, but there is a cost to every guest at a wedding. And people who think that they can have 500 guests with $20,000 is not realistic. So Right. Okay, who are two business owners you'd like to shout out? Brittany Adams. She owns Adams Acres Venue. When I first started, I did my first wedding at her venue, and she believed in me. She sent me the sweetest text and was like, you know, I would love for you to work at my venue more uh, and help me book a lot of my weddings when I first started out and sent a lot of people to me and still does. And if it wasn't for her believing in me, I don't know if I'd be here. And I don't know if I would have really, you know, taken the shot like I did. Uh, And then Becky Baker with Becky's Brides in Birmingham. She's taught me a lot about my business, helped me double maybe more than that, triple my revenue. Um, Finally make money. And it's not a hobby when you're making money. Um, Because at the end of the day, we all have bills to pay. So yeah, those two women. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for telling us about um, your business and your a little bit of your personal life. So where can people find you like on social media? How can we support you? Yeah, so my Instagram is Kindred Wedding Co. My website is kindredwed.com. Um, and my Facebook is Kindred Weddings. Yeah, I would love to chat with anyone. So feel free to reach All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode and um, we will actually be doing more of these and we will be interviewing other women entrepreneurs. So um, follow along.